you found the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. We are trying very hard and we are diligently avoiding coronavirus because we know you need a little break from the news. So today we are talking about the demise of our most beloved Kenny Rogers. He was part of the soundtrack of our childhood, just like everybody else. And we're also talking about a question that we are pondering. What would a man do for a million dollars sexually? Very interesting discussion, plus some huggly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that we're a little bit of a brightener for you. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Use your words. Paula. Why can't people just love me and do the things I want? Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. This is episode 451. Ugh, ugh. Biggest news for us, anyway, right now, is this. Kenny Rogers died. I know. And you know what? It's so quiet right now about it. Like, no one really well, said much about it. I mean, I know, obviously, there's bigger, which, uh, I mean... I get it's going on, but do we have yeah. to keep talking about it like 24 Paula, hours a day, seven days nausea. a week, 60 I mean, seconds of the minute of the day of the hour? It is. There's no new updates every second. There's not. And I understand. Okay. First of all, I have to say this. I appreciate everyone having their gallows humor in check. We're all there now. Thank you. Welcome to our brain. This is what we do. We, we go dark in our humor immediately because of our, I assume of our trauma (laughs) or whatever, but you know, know, I haven't watched, I haven't watched the news probably in two weeks and good for you. The only thing I'll check is I'll go to the CDC or the world health organization, maybe every couple of days. And it's usually just to disprove that, you know, all the crap millions of people aren't dying <laughs> you know right when people are the doomsday preppers are online saying like you know <laughs> millions of people are dead everywhere in the streets of italy and i'm just like no right. no they're not yeah it's <laughs> so. it's serious though and so we're all taking our precautions we're all following the rules most of us are but yeah kenny rogers i and it was i was in bed i was having a bout of insomnia that day and it popped up that he had passed away at the age of 81 and i was legit saddened i said what no, and I immediately hearken back to our childhood because Kenny Rogers was a big part of our music uh, soundtrack of our mm-hmm. childhood. She believes in me. <gasps> you know what? Lady. I played that song at my second wedding, like during the <laughs> dinner music, and I remember I'll Stephanie stopped in her know. tracks and she's just like, <gasps> "I love Is that Kenny Rogers." <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, it's the, there's there's a very specific Ugg sway that we do. We have a couple of dance yeah, moves do. that we do. It's just the top of our body. And it's kind of like yes. those little uh, like fluid uh, swing Hawaiian dolls on on, yes. on the top of like a, a car dash. <laughs> yes, there's two. There's that one. So when Kenny Rogers comes on, we're like, you know, swank lady. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm you have gone. Oh, God. He sings that song so good. Okay. I, I have a question for you. Such a fool. Who what? sang what first? We've got tonight. Was it Kenny Rogers and Sheena Easton? Or was it uh, Bob, Seger? Bob Seger? I think it was Bob Seger. Okay. Because. Was there I a debate going like, on? A hot no, debate? I didn't realize that Kenny Rogers and Sheena Easton did it. Because when I heard it, I'm like, they really suck at this. <laughs> I did not like I their know version. Late. I, I know, know it's late. I know you're She's like, she 
she's a good out singer, but she's yeah. also sing it weird. It's almost like operatic, yeah. and I'm just like, yes. I'm like, what? What is this? And then they just didn't make a good duet. Like it, it was, was a very odd coupling, it was an for awkward sure. combination. I have a feeling that was a record company thing. They're like, "Look, we got to get this out. Both of you need a song, so here we go." <laughs> and they just made him do it. She was a better like individual singer because her voice was just so unique. It was unique. I mean, she did do a song with Prince too around that same time. I did hear that one, but again, you got the look. Yeah. I never liked that song actually. Again, she just <laughs> yeah. She sounds like a squealing human versus the men that she's coupled up with. Both Prince and Kenny Rogers have deep voices, very sultry. And then they put this. Yeah. And it's like, why? She's very sprite like. And actually, she looks like a sprite. She she does. She was Scottish, I think is what I read. Yes. Yes, she is. My baby takes the. That was your favorite song when you were little. I know. When I saw. And then I forgot how much I like that song, Strut. And so. Oh, Strut out, rug it out. Yes. But then, of course, I've been obsessed with um, For Your Eyes Only. Only only for you. I don't like that song at all. You don't? No. Why? I I don't know. I just don't like it. It wasn't my favorite Bond film, I think. And so. Well, I forgot that it was a Bond movie entirely. And actually, it doesn't even sound like a Bond song. I'm just like, leave it to her to ruin a Bond song. (laughs) I know. Who picked that? I'm like, I, she just was one of those people. She had a good voice, but it was kind of like not the best sounding voice. I will say this. I think she was the Camilla Cabello of that time period <laughs> where everybody's like, shove this singer down everyone's throats. We've invested a lot of money in her and she's everything. And everybody's like, yeah, we really don't want to make her happen, but we appreciate the four songs that she's made hot for now. Her voice reminded me of my voice. Like I can carry a tune really well, but it does it. And it sounds like, wow, she's a really good singer, but it's not pleasant sounding. (laughs) Right. It's like you don't want to listen to it for a long period of time. You're like, wow. I don't want to. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit grating on the eardrum, just a little. Yeah, just a little screechy. You wouldn't you know. buy like a, a whole a whole CD record of it, and just like, wow, right. I don't want to listen to ten songs of that. <laughs> okay, so anyway, regards in regards to Kenny Rogers passing away. Oh right, right. All these memes are coming out. It's like, boy, talk about Kenny Rogers knowing when to fold him, because you know he literally escaped the pandemic. You know, do we know what he died from? No, but I think it was probably cancer based on the wording of some of the family news releases. He was surrounded by family. He had been fighting a long disease. He was at, you know, he was at peace. So, I mean, it could have been anything, but I mean, he did get incredibly thin over the last couple of years. I think it might have been cancer, but it doesn't really matter. The music world lost a legend when Kenny Rogers died on Thursday. According to his family, he passed away peacefully at home from natural causes under the mm. care of hospice. Mm. <laughs> you but don't die, die of natural causes and have hospice at the same time. No. And 81's pretty young, too. Here's the other thing. And we and you can agree to this. Kenny Rogers was incredibly vain. And the last thing he would want is anyone talking about his body and his illnesses. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, he looks pretty shocked that he died, too. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I my guess is that regardless of what he had, he's like, no one will know. Are you kidding me? And for all we know, he wasn't 81. He could have been eight. He could have been 90 for all we know. He's had so much surgery. We have no clue how old he really is. He's one of those really private celebrities. Um, I heard a really cool story about how Lady came about. Really? How? 
So, you know, Lionel Richie wrote that. And so they were collaborating on it. He and Kenny Rogers, who they were obviously, if you know anything about Kenny Rogers, he and Lionel Richie had a really great relationship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They did songs together all the time. Yes. And they're both. I mean, I love them both so much. So it's not surprising that the two of them came together and made this classic song. Kenny Rogers has been married five times. He says he finally found the love of his life with this last one. Yeah, she's only 57. Yes, they are 28 years apart. But they've been married for over 20 years, so. Right. During this time period, he had just gotten married to one of his wives, and he said, I married a real lady. There's, there's, you know, and it's funny when men say that. They, it's a compliment. They go, man, she's such a lady. There's every, she's so ladylike. And I just, you know, that, that feeling that you get, there are certain men who just think the world of their, their woman. They're like, she's just such, so lady. She's such a lady. It wasn't, that was not the name of the song. They changed it because of this conversation. And that's where lady came from. Interesting. Is this, is that discussion they had about it being a lady? And I thought that is a really cool thing. So forever, no matter what, this woman, this ex-wife or whatever knows that this song was literally written due to his inspiration of how he loved her. And I thought that was a really cool thing because, you know, we know people have used that song for their wedding. Mm-hmm. And it really fits, you know, oh, so, generally I mean, It's speaking. like, my God, the yeah. words in that song are just Ugh. like, you can only wish that someone would <laughs> like, here's the thing. I am, I am a sucker for like romantic things and stuff like that, but I don't want someone telling me those things. I'd much rather them just like text me the link to a song <laughs> And oh, I would be like, mixtape? I would be like schmoopy about it. And I don't yes. want them to like play me a song and then sit next to me and listen to it. Cause I'd be like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to look at you and like listen to this whole thing for three minutes and be like, oh yeah. You know, like okay, I want to do you. it in private and just gush be like, oh my God, you know, or dance to it. Like that'd be awesome. Oh my God. You know what? Daryl and I did that one time. There was a song. I can't remember. It was at home and there was a song came and goes, I think of you when I, when I hear this song, I'm like, oh really? So we start dancing. I started sobbing. Where were you guys? I started fucking crying in the kitchen. You know what? I've it was this so, it was too much. With both my ex-husbands, I used yes. to make them dance with me in the living room every time I heard a song I loved. Oh, see, that's so sweet. They both hated it. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I that's, know. See, that should have been the red flag I mean, for I you. shouldn't say they hated it. They just thought it was like, what are you doing? Awkward. This is ridiculous. You know? It's not ridiculous. It's romantic. I remember at the end of a movie, it was the Commodores and it was still... <gasps> And I just oh, love that song. And so my first husband, I'm just like, dance with me. And he's just like, and he was just kind of stiff and awkward about it. He's just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and I was just yeah. like, you're ruining this, you asshole. <laughs> and then another time, it was just some song I heard. And he just was indulging. The second husband was just indulging me. And I'm just like, why, why can't people just love me and do the things I want? Because you picked the wrong people. I know. That's why. Oh, yeah. One time. Well, there is there's a couple of songs that we very that are very specifically Daryl dedicated to me songs. Aww. And so when they come on, he just like turns into a complete pile of goo. Aww. I mean, it's so sweet. And, you know, I'm pretty hard hearted. I am not the romantic in our relationship. Oh, God. When it comes to music, Jamie, I am like a puddle of yes. water. <laughs> but I like, love the music I'm, part of I'm our like life. Ice like that's melted. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely the soft spot for both of us. So if you know the Commodores, you probably know the song, Just to be close to you, That's girl. early Commodores, yeah. Yeah, well, that's Daryl's song to me, mm -hmm. like hardcore. He sings it from the, like, like he's in church 
He's like, ah! <laughs> Material things have so much value. <laughs> like, he goes all out He's got every time. So I have to be really careful when I play it. <laughs> So if it comes on, he's like, ah, he get in the room with his socks on. <laughs> he's like, oh my god, he goes, you made my jacket into smooth, you, and it's like he goes all in. <laughs> but it's so sweet, you know. It's just so sweet. I just that shit is like freaking crack, romantic crack. A really, really long time ago where mm-hmm. we both we had a crush on each other, and we could just tell it would be late at night. And one of us would post like a YouTube video of a song and mm. it was just like a little clue. Like, I'm thinking about oh, you. That's so, so then sweet. I would post a YouTube video of a different song and th- th- this could go on for hours. You hours. Know? <laughs> and, but we knew yes. like what each other was doing. <laughs> so. I know. I'm not, not to go back, but I'm looking at all the songs that Kenny Rogers uh, sang and I can't believe how many I know. It's crazy. Through the years. So so yes, yeah, so Kenny Rogers, a big part of our soundtrack of our childhood has left, but luckily we have his songs and I'm so happy about that. But moving on to something more important, as I've said in the past, and I've touched on it, you know, somewhat superficially, I'm going through some hormonal changes right now, which is very common for women. It can start as early as 39 and it goes all the way to, you know, 70 or whatever. But I'm I'm beginning this hormonal change and I'm fucking hating it, by the way. It fucking sucks. Anyway, I'm having like the most weirdest sex dreams right now. And they're really? very focused. <laughs> they're super focused on my genitals. It's so really? strange. Yes. Well, I mean, obviously that's like, you know, code for you're your concerned about your feminine area yeah i mean and the thing is is that my libido they say your libido plummets it hasn't it's still there it's pretty pretty serious the the libido has not changed whatsoever i think mine just went away or just got it just i think it ran off because it's just like fuck this uh, (laughs) we're out of here there's no action going on here we're out i think it i think it thought it got fired or got laid off and it's just like well obviously it was that's the only late it got so it's just like we're out of here we're we're going until we're going to wait until conditions improve we're on strike (laughs) we're furloughed i'm officially on strike now they're just like i thought you just weren't fighting anybody yeah but now i'm consciously choosing not to do it i'm constantly choosing i'm in control of it now (laughs) exactly okay miranda (laughs) so anyway i had the most bizarre sex dream i mean i wouldn't even call it a sex dream it was just a dream involving sexual organs i had a dream that i was doing i was making a silicon version of my vagina okay <laughs> like a wax version where you know the you know how porn stars make version yeah. silicone versions yeah, and then they it's, sell them you just buy an ass with a vagina in it yeah you just buy just their their genital region for a hundred dollars and then you can you know pretend you're fucking christy mac or whatever yeah, it's it, it's like the same material as those like those like hands that you like with a string attached and you like slap it against the wall and it sticks. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. So. I just, you know, could you imagine walking in on a guy with that thing? No! Like, it's he's just sitting in a chair and he's like pumping it up and down on himself. Paula, ooh! <laughs> like, it's just, so, what are you doing? You fucking dog! <laughs> I'm like, I think I'd rather walk in on you pooping or something. <laughs> Anything's better than what I'm just looking at right now. And they're like, and when you're done, throw that thing away. God. <laughs> I spent $100 on this. I'm like, well, it's over. I'd be like, really? 
We both know you don't clean that thing. That is just disgusting. Get a sock and wipe it out or something. Probably oh my god! My good tank tops, idiots. <laughs> so before I move on, I saw a picture because I, I love Reddit right now. So there was this picture of something that was found in a soldier's locker. <laughs> on was it base. a flashlight? It was a torso with an anus and a vagina hole. A torso. Um, and- and it had a boob, so it was boobs, stomach, v- vagina, anus, and that was it. So it was like you know, the, just the, the necessary parts. Was of it a his woman. or was it like the village bicycle? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not sure, but the thing was filthy. <laughs> it was absolutely filthy, and I it was it was a photo. It had bite marks on it. <laughs> Paula, it was covered in like dirt. It was so dirty. And I was just like, this was found in a soldier's locker in on the barracks. You know, you can't clean that stuff, though. It's like porous. So, I mean, Paula, there's it was nothing so but sand and dirt out there, Jamie. I you mean, have to. I mean, I, I don't know much about these these specific sexual all they things. Have out there is baby wipes. I mean, what are they going to do? From what I recall, these types of contraptions require special cleaning and a special cloth mm-hmm. to get them clean. I just can't imagine what the hell's going on in the crevices of this thing. Like, that's my thing. It's like, throw it out. I mean, what's he going to do? Send it home and be like, here, honey, clean this and then send it back. <laughs> Put this in my care package. And she's like, oh, oh, okay. I'll clean Sally and send her back. Is it that time? Hey, if it keeps him faithful, you know. No, it, no. the fact that there's no women there is what keeps him faithful. <laughs> well, that too. So when I woke up from that dream, I went, would I ever do that? And so Did I you told Daryl, like, would you ever want a fake ass vagina portion of I me? told him about the dream and I said, would you ever like do that? He looked at me like I was an insane person and he's like, what? No. And I'm like, You're like what if what if I was dying? Like, would you? That's what I that? said. <gasps> that's what I said. I go, what if I was dying or dead? Would you want me to do it? He's like, Jamie, I can't have this discussion with you. I have a webinar, Carl, in like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and so me i always spoke i'm like well fine well i'm sorry you can't multitask i could have that perfect discussion and then two minutes later have an interview and have no problem <laughs> like i'm really sorry that you can't talk about my issues right now but jeez <laughs> so I don't get this whole, you know, I need to be in a certain frame of mind. Yes, quarantine has been hysterical. No, we're actually getting along really well because we're both crazy right now. It's like we're so like. So you're not getting on each other's nerves? (laughs) No, not at all. I mean, I'm getting on my own nerves, but he's, you know, so goddamn busy. So it's like I never even see him. He's up at the crack and he's done, you know, 12 hours later. It's crazy how much he's working right now. Yeah, that's probably Which is kind of comforting, you know, for me. But still, it's it's, you know, it's fine. Okay. And then I read this thing and I didn't print out the whole article because I don't really care about this, the science. I'm just curious. I have always joked with Daryl that I think we would do great if we had separate beds. And the reason being only because he is a very restless sleeper and he also wakes up at an ungodly hour. And I'm a night owl. Like, I can stay up until 1230, 1 a.m. and fall asleep, wake up at 7 and be totally rested. But he has to be, like, he, by, by 10 o'clock, he's pale. Like, he needs bed. Like, he's ready for bed. He's like, are you ready for bed yet? I'm like, it's 9.15. No. And he's like, oh, my God, okay. And he'll try to stay up with me. I'm like, just go to bed. It's fine. He's like, no, I don't want to do that. But I thought, man, wouldn't it be great? Because then we would have – now, I know of couples who have two separate rooms. Whoa. I don't per- – 
I don't personally know them, but I, I've heard of women and men who have separate rooms and then they, you know, invite each other to their beds for sex. But then ultimately regular nights, if she's on her period or whatever, they just sleep in separate beds. So I have heard that before, but it's usually like a snoring issue because I've yes. heard as some men get older, they become like some have extraordinarily loud snoring problems and some yes. women legitimately just cannot sleep. I dated somebody who was a very heavy snorer and it was to the point where I would start harming them in their sleep. Like I was so sick of it. <laughs> One time it got to the point, and this was at the end of our relationship. One time it got to the point where he would not stop snoring and he refused to change his sleeping, uh, uh, where he was laying. So I was just sitting there staring at him. And you know, when you start to not like anyone anymore, <laughs> you'd be amazed what goes through your brain. Yes. And so I'm just sitting, I'm looking at him with my narrowed eyes. And so then I just plugged his nose. <laughs> To see what would happen <laughs> and I did it for a really long time and then finally he went <gasps> like that and I went oh god are you okay? <laughs> I gotta be careful <laughs> I'm like oh are you all right you were snoring and he's like yeah I'm fine I'm like well you should probably lay on your side and then that was literally what the final nail in the coffin went you know this isn't gonna work I out. used to push Victor <laughs> really hard you wake up and be like oh, oh yeah what? I'm like oh you were snoring you probably should just roll over to your side I have I have bunny kicked people. Okay, so <laughs> I have bunny kicked him because <laughs> they're huge, and I'm like I can't I can't physically move you, so I just get into a little fetal position, and go kick, <laughs> kick 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 kick, and on their back or on their side. When I was married to my first husband, I had a dream that there was a spider crawling on my leg. So I went to go brush it with my hand and I kicked my leg out really hard. I kicked him <laughs> in the back of the thigh so freaking hard. It woke him up out of a dead sleep. He's like, ow! <laughs> He's like, what? And I'm like, sorry. I'm like, I dripped there was a spider on my leg. He's like, oh my God! <laughs> So in other words, in other words, separate beds might have been helpful. Probably. Okay, so the last thing I was curious about, and I've been curious about this for, uh, I've been holding on to this question for quite some time because I was trying to find the right time to ask it, but I'm just curious what you think. I, I'm not sure. Do you think that if a man was offered, a straight heterosexual man was offered a million dollars that they would perform a blowjob? No. You don't think don't. so? Do you think there's anyone that would? I think there are. I think there are men who would do it. A million bucks? I think there are some, but I think that a lot, like, true men would not. Mm -hmm. Like, I know Daryl wouldn't. You, you mean you mean heterosexual men? No, I mean, no. I, I, I think that, like, a man's man would not. Oh, I don't think, I think you're underestimating a million dollars. I, that's, see, but that's the conundrum. I'm like, is there a price, though? It, what if they kept upping it? Like, at what point would someone start to go, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, but the thing like, is, there is has that it's, to be. it's basically asking someone to, like, kind of, like, defile themselves or assault themselves yeah. in some way. Yeah. And that's like, you know, okay. if you ask a woman to let someone defile you for a million dollars. And I, I could, like, you know, that's like saying, like, okay, if you let this perfect stranger <laughs> have anal sex with you for a million dollars, you know, or... Yeah. I, I, you know, it's just, and let's say, I don't know, it just, it would be really difficult. You're a prostitution whore! Well, not just that, but yeah, like, let's I'm say not... it was someone like, you know, R. Kelly or Harvey Weinstein or... Well, this is why I'm asking, you know I mean? because there's a, there was a whole movie built on it. 
There was a whole movie about how this stranger who he worked for this guy and he wanted to fuck his wife for a million bucks. Oh, Indecent Proposal. Yes. Okay, that, that's different though. That was fucking Robert Redford and she was married to Woody Harrelson and they were poor. Okay, but what makes you think there's aren't there's not that situation now if the rules are reversed? What if this incredibly handsome man who was incredibly wealthy and he, the woman worked and she's he's like, hey, man, your your husband's really hot. He's she's like, yeah, I know. He's like, what do you think she do you think he would do anything for money? And, you know, we're really poor and we're in the middle of a pandemic. No, that's completely different. I don't no, think so. It's completely different. A, that's a, why I'm asking a you. A man would happily sacrifice <laughs> his wife to another man for a million dollars because men love money probably just about as much and they can compartmentalize things that's you are literally answering your own question but there are certain things that they associate like sexuality with like ego machoism those are all associated with sexuality and i think that there are straight men who would absolutely do it. no i do think there are straight men who do it because i think there are certain straight men that are very open-minded to a lot of things you know like People who are like vegans and who, you know, <laughs> listen to different types of music That's ridiculous. and, you know, you're, you're stereotyping. You don't even know. It could be anyone. I, there's, this is the thing. Okay. Ask Daryl. Oh, Daryl would never do it. Exactly. No. I'm just saying that I don't, he's think not a, a I wouldn't consider him a man's man. Victor would never do it. And Victor's not a man's man. Well, yeah, but that's what you're saying is that a man's man would absolutely not do I'm it. Just saying, and I'm like, like, I think that's stereotypical. Men who genuinely love women would never do it. Well, that's your opinion. You're right. That I asked you for your opinion and you're giving it to me. I just think that everybody has a price. And I think that ultimately there are men. I was, the reason I asked this is a long time ago, I was listening to a podcast, this comedian that I really like. And he said that he thought he was really open minded, especially when he was younger and in college. And so there was a park over by his college. And if you were back then, gay men were closeted. You couldn't. It wasn't legal. It was a very different time in the United States. And there were men who would hang out in the park. Mm -hmm. And if you were gay, you could hook up there. And so he's like, you know what? I'm an open-minded dude. It's just sex. It's just bodies. It's not like it's an intimate encounter like it is when you meet a woman you love. He's like, I could probably do this. So he challenged himself to go to this park. Guy showed up. And he's like, hey, you want to do this? He's like, yeah, sure. So he was going to accept oral sex from this person Mm -hmm. and he goes i put my dick out and immediately went i can't do this and he zipped up and he ran away he's like i was that day i realized i'm not as open-minded as i thought Mm -hmm. and that sex actually means more to me than i thought and it was a really interesting sociological experiment Mm -hmm. because some men and maybe some women are very like sex is just sex it doesn't matter who it's with you know that's how they are able to do what they do but I agree that the majority of us, a million dollars ain't a whole lot of money to do that. But it's just interesting. And I was just curious about the discussion that would occur. I don't know if it's even limited. To, like for me, if, if a, someone asked me, would you have sex with a woman for a million dollars? I would say no, I couldn't do it. I'm not. I think it's a little demeaning to those who are gay. Like it's a it's like it's not a crude. Uh, it's It feels crude. Like it's a. I know it's a total double standard, yeah. but I would because right. I think it's 
Well, you're you and I are maybe. I, I think our sexual spectrums are different. Everybody's are probably, and that's probably. Like, I feel I, like it's less of a compromise than it would be for a man. I don't right. know why. Well, I mean, you. I think you view men a certain way, and I view men a certain way. I will say that I have had the opportunity to have a homosexual experience with a woman, and I was not into it at all. It was not my thing, and there was even a guy there, and it still was not appealing to me whatsoever. <laughs> So I think the the thing is, is the type of men that I date mm-hmm. or I'm interested in, it's ve- they're very masculine, yeah. very um, like under into their their man manliness. And so the thought of doing something like that for a million dollars is just absolutely grotesque right. to well, them. And that's probably because that's the type of man that I'm attracted exactly, to. Exactly, exactly. And so that's why I would automatically say, like, no way. They would, ne- it's, you know, they would never do it. But that's because the, those are the type of men that I know. It's interesting to talk to, uh, if, if, you, if you have a, a relationship with a man that, I mean, I don't mean just, I mean, even a friendship. Daryl and I... I just messaged one of my friends to ask him. So. Okay. <laughs> Daryl and I have had discussions about this because of, you know, he worked in the city for years and years and years, and he was absolutely propositioned uh, by men. You know, it's flattering in a degree. It's, I mean, it's always flattering for another human being to find you attractive, in my opinion. I don't care if it's a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. I think that it's nice to be found attractive by somebody period you know because it just doesn't happen all the time and so to me it it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman but um you know for men it it is a little more uncomfortable especially I think and it might just be the societal thing where it's just not as it's kind of it's not frowned upon but it's just more uncomfortable you know especially if you're if you're not gay but um, I we've had the discussion. I'm like, do you ever, I mean, has it ever even occurred to you about bisexuality or anything like that? And he's like, absolutely not. He goes, I'm fine with it, but it's just not. I have no, in, like, no desires at all are ever, they never come up. Because, I mean, you know, I mean, you and I have talked about the opportunity of, of, of experimenting when we were younger or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it very much interested me for once yeah, upon a time. Absolutely. And I think you're right. I think that women are far more fluid sexually than men, a lot of men. But I do think that I do believe bisexuality exists. But I was talking about, you know, listening to this this movie and then this this comedian talking about how he thought he could do it. And then ultimately it's like, I can't do it. And I'm like, I wonder if how how many men would take the million bucks to do something like perform oral sex I think on another person, the, I a think man. The key thing is is that I think the the line to be drawn is whether you would feel violated or not. Yeah, I agree. And you know, if if you would if it would make you feel violated in any fashion, I don't think you can put a price on that. True. I agree. And so, um, yeah. because that's that's the kind of feeling that, <laughs> you know, you can't really get rid of. You know? Well, you have to live with it, just like Demi Moore did. <laughs> well, she didn't feel violated, no. though. I mean, she broke up with her husband to go with the guy. No, I mean, what a that bitch. That turned out poorly. It did not end well. All right. Well, that's interesting. So if you did ask your friend, I'm curious what he will say. Well, he hasn't um, responded yet. So. No, no, I meant, like, maybe we'll talk, revisit it next time. Yeah, later I'll, I'll, I'll find out. Yeah, so anyway. All right. Well, that's enough of that. We'll think about some more and probably revisit this many times. We'll go, oh, I thought of another one. But it's time for some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Week. 
you're safely, um, you know, keeping everyone at home and you're washing your hands and everybody is now doing video conferencing. We all saw the viral video of the poor lady who brought her laptop into the toilet and peed (laughs) in front of everyone. What? I've never seen that. Somebody else sent it to me where they are doing a video conference and there's nine people and everybody can see everybody because they're doing, you know, everyone is seeing everyone. And the one woman picks up her laptop and goes to the bathroom, sets the laptop on the floor and pees and everybody can see her doing it. Oh my. No, the video I posted was (laughs) the city council meeting where the mayor gets up and goes to the bathroom and he's like farting incessantly and... Yes. The assistant mayor is trying to talk about the, the coronavirus. And she every time she starts talking, it's like, <laughs> and then she, yes. she tries to not laugh. But it's, And then what's can. worse is they start laughing the hardest when he comes back. Well, what's, that is not the first time I have seen that happen with council meetings. That's what I, I can't believe. I saw it happen in The Naked Gun. And then I was just like, you know, that movie. And so I was just like, oh, that's so freaking yes. funny. But I didn't know it happened in real life. I'm just like, God. And then I asked that is this, Victor yeah. and Brian, I'm like, have you ever been in a urinal and had someone fart that much next to him? And they're just, and Ryan's just like, mom, he was going number two. And I'm just like, he was? <laughs> He's just like, I'm I like, I'm peeing though. Well, they can pee and poo at the same time. You know, I didn't ask much beyond that, so. Good. Anyway, so in honor of that, in honor of all the video conferencing, I found some hilarious video conference awkward moments, but we also did get a submission about office behavior that she did, and I thought this was really funny, so I'm including it, because we're all missing our coworkers. If you go to work every day, you haven't seen anybody in a couple weeks, and you're like, oh, I remember when we used to see people in the break room. So here's the first one. This is from Tiffany. She said, uh, it was in the morning at work in the break room. I was putting my stuff in the fridge and I noticed on the table where people leave stuff for everyone, like cookies and swag and stuff like that for the Mm -hmm. taking, uh, there was a huge bag of lemons. Every so often, people who have a tree leave them for us to take a few. So this time I saw the bag and greeted my two coworkers who who were chatting at the table. And I said, oh, I love lemons. And I proceeded to grab like 10, stash them in the fridge. And they looked at me kind of strangely. And they weren't even being chipper. They were just staring at me. And I thought, oh, gosh, I probably interrupted a serious conversation. And so I just went on my merry way. Later, one of those coworkers I saw came to me and she's like, um... I gave Jessica some of those lemons today. Um, let me know if you want your own. <laughs> so oh. I said, oh, my God. I thought those were for everyone. I didn't realize I had just taken them from Jessica. So I apologized to Jessica. What fucking lemons does someone need? <laughs> and I, again, wanted to crawl under my desk and die. She didn't care, but I was incredibly embarrassed for my awkward moment. I absolutely love listening to your show, and I've been listening since the beginning. I don't even think you were on episode 50 when I discovered you. Keep on rocking it. And I'm like, when I heard that, I was like, oh, God, you heard us when we were really bad. (laughs) And you must be truly loyal to us. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks for sticking it out for 400 episodes. But yeah. Would someone need that many lemons? I don't know. But I mean, can you? That is totally something I I mean, the fact that she felt comfortable taking 10, (laughs) you know, there must have been like a ton in there. Well, not to mention, did it ever occur to anybody to say, um, I'm sorry, I bought the, I gave those for Jessica, but I have so many at home. I'd be happy to bring you your own back. Oh, you know what? Those are for so and so. I'm sorry. I should have specified, you know, or like, it's like, come on. People are so dumb. You know what? She's not the awkward one. Everybody else is for not saying anything. I mean, 
Could you at why, least why are people so afraid to talk? Well, that's the thing. It's like they're both standing there and they're giving her dirty looks like, how dare you take Jessica's lemons? And not one person decided to utter, hey, Jessica here, just want to let you know, those are for me. I, I apologize for putting them on the free table for yes, everyone to telepathically, see. Telepathically, I can set, I can read all of this in your mind. <laughs> Tiffany, I, we got your back. Are you kidding me? I tell my kids that, you know, they'll tell me something that so-and-so said at school. And I'm like, well, what did you say back? And I'm, she's just like, I just flipped my hair and walked away. And I'm just Ugh. like, oh, yeah, that sends a message. <laughs> Use your words. I'm just yeah. like, you know what? I've given up on both you and your brother. Clearly, you have <laughs> your peacemaker, you know, sense from your father. So if you have yes. a problem... I don't even want to hear about it because you know what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you what I would have said, and you're going to be yes. like, "Mom, I, I know can't how dare say you?" That. And I'd be all like, right, well, you, you know pearl clutchers, you can say whatever the fuck you want, but you know what? You're not this going is what to. I would have done. So let's just save ourselves a conversation here and exactly. keep whatever you have to say to yourself, and I'll keep my sanity. Thank you. All right, so I have two more for you. Now these are uh, these are very current because of the situation where everybody's doing video conferencing. Here's the first one. It said, I had a boss who would regularly work remote and would keep a post-it note over the webcam on her laptop because she was paranoid if it's still, if it was ever on, if she were taking a call from home. One morning, we had an early call with a client and she called in remotely. About halfway through the call, her post-it note fell off <laughs> and it turned on her webcam. And oh, it no. was on and it takes her about five minutes to notice that we can all see her still in bed in her pajamas. <laughs> Just a post-it note? Yeah, you got to do more. You got to do a sticker. You got to do a sticker. So she was in her bed in her PJs, heard the boss. That's It is funny, though, because then a client can see you, and you're like, oh, my God. I got confirmation from another man, LOL, mm. no. Oh. And so I replied, <laughs> okay. okay, I'll tell him you're not interested. <laughs> so a million dollars is not enough. That's what we're hearing. Really? So Well, not from the people that I know. So. Okay. And I'm sure producer Dove will be like, how can you even ask me that? And I'm like, I'll okay. just look at you and be like, what? <laughs> what? Why are you thinking this? Like, is someone asking? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He's like, well, who is it? <laughs> yeah, really? <No. laughs> who? 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 We don't know anybody that has a million dollars. Do we? <laughs> to spare for a blowjob? Like, who is it? they let you do it? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, can I come in the room, shut the lights off, and then you do it? <laughs> yeah, really. Um, okay, here's the last one. There, uh, this was some time ago, and we were training some new employees on their first day. Okay, I just want you to know that I related to this so hard, by the way, because this would totally be me. Okay. Uh, and we were training some new employees on their first day with some of us in the room and one of the trainers running a session remotely. I had noticed that one new girl had been slipping down in her seat and becoming distracted, flicking the cap of her pen on her teeth. Suddenly, the pen cap went flying into the middle of the room. At this point, the trainer on video calmly said, do you want to pick that up? The mm -hmm. girl suddenly sat bolt upright and went bright red. She'd forgotten that it was a video call and thought she was in a recording. She very quickly retrieved her pen and was completely attentive for the rest of the session. That's what, exactly what I would have done. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, hold on just a minute. Did you want to pick that pen cap up, pen cap up or um, excuse me, going? Sally, would you like to, to go ahead and pick up and retrieve your pen cap that you flicked with your mouth while we wait? While we yeah. wait. You probably we'll want to wait. Sit, sit up in your chair. I know they're uncomfortable, but that's going to hurt your back <laughs> later. Maybe you could stop slumping and, uh, you know. Bring, bring I mean, a I, bring a pillow tomorrow. That probably feel better. Um, I've certainly heard horror stories about this where, you know, you're all conferencing someone. And there's a lot of people who take their shit to the bathroom and pee or poo 
forgetting completely they're on a video call. Like that's happened multiple times. It's insane. I'm like, why you forget so quickly? Like you have the retention span of a gnat? It's insane. You know, when I'm on video calls, I try and sit on the seats, like on the sides, hoping that I get cropped out so no one <laughs> yes. can see me. So you can fool Because I know I'm going to do something like cross my legs and like accidentally show my underwear or something yes, like that. Or exactly. my shoe's going to fall off or I don't know, <laughs> anything. Well, I just, the, the silver lining in this quarantine is that this new niche of awkward moments has risen uh, like a phoenix out of the flames. <laughs> There's going to be so many awkward moments with video conferencing. I cannot wait. So, oh, so if you have one, please send them to us so we may read them. I think it'd be amazing to hear all the varieties. Daryl heard of one once. He said uh, we were all sitting around. He did not witness this, but he had heard about it because it had happened right before he started working that somebody was doing a video conference in the morning and he went to grab a file. And when he sat up, he was in full dress clothes, but he was in his underwear. I've heard that before. Yeah, he stood up and he was in bright green briefs and everybody saw and he sat back down again, all professional. And I'm like, yeah, don't forget, just because yeah, you're at actually, home. Yeah, um, actually, when I worked pants at the TV on. station, the news anchors used to joke that they would just wear, like, jeans or sweats uh, on the bottom half. They never yeah. did, but, like, some of them said, like, you know, oh, they, they used to say we could do that, but it's all fun and games until, like, something goes wrong at the <laughs> and desk. And you have to get and up. you have to stand up, you know. <laughs> you have to stand up and point to something. And you wear freaking, like, Nike sweats. Yeah, that would be embarrassing. Or, or Bermuda shorts or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, anyway, so, yes. Yeah, so, keep the awkward moments coming in. We thank you for your submissions. And uh, that's all I have for that. Yeah. Well, I think that's a wrap for today. Another day uh, of a... Uh, House arrest, or uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> whatever they call it, home, homeward bound. Yeah. So continue to try and have fun activities. I know we're uh, keeping things real at home. We, uh, mm-hmm. Olivia and I did a dance off. Uh, we've seen a couple of those on YouTube and we just got TikTok. I don't know what that is, but. Oh, you got TikTok I again. Figure or out you got something. it now. I keep getting notifications. I'm like, why are they sending me things? I don't want to know anything unless it has to do with me. <laughs> Which I noticed yes. you did not like my video. So I'm guessing you did not like the video. I saw it late at night and I didn't get to watch the whole thing. I knew you were going to give me shit about this. I just this. assumed I'm like, she thought my ass was out too long. And I'm like, and I know what I it didn't. is because I trimmed the video and then I uploaded it. And for whatever reason, the trimmed video did not was not uploaded. It was a different version. I, and I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, oh. I did not intend for my ass to stick out that long. <laughs> I was really disappointed. And then the next day, Olivia's like, Mom, you know, at the end of that scene, he stands up and he talks to him. And I'm just like, well, Olivia, that would have been information that would have been useful <laughs> yesterday when we were filming before I posted the video. So right. I was just sitting there with my right ass cheek hanging out of my shorts. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, you're you're cute, so it it's not a bad thing. Well, I wasn't thing, really happy I mean? about it because I was just like, God, you know, I really wish I hadn't puckered like that for so long. Well, why did you post it then? Well, we trimmed it. That was the thing. We trimmed it oh. so it wasn't that long. And so I see. But uh, unfortunately, the trimmed video that I thought we uploaded didn't either it didn't work or we picked the wrong one. I don't know what happened, but mm. We practiced for a really long time. <laughs> I could tell. I was very proud of you. It was a good job. 
All right. I will note. I will note it, and I will say, I, producer Dub liked yeah, it. Yeah, did. So I'm encouraged everyone to do some kind of dance off challenge in your house. I think it's. Fun. I know you saw. I know you saw Sebastian's. Oh my god, that's what prompted. Well, okay, I saw Sebastian. I knew it. And apparently, it was old. Oh yeah, you know why it was old? Because of his hair. I could tell by well, his hair. Well, and if you turn it up, you can hear his wife giggling in the background because uh, she yes. was filming it. So I saw yes. his, but then we saw one that Gordon Ramsay and his daughter did, and so he's just he's like stiff as a board, and so. <laughs> His was funny. And so I told Olivia, I'm like, we should do like a dance challenge. Because I said, I've seen a couple of people do like, like I've seen celebrities do them. Because I think Justin Bieber and mm-hmm. his wife did one too. Oh, so it's, a, it's becoming people a are thing. People to do things. Well, like in Italy, they're all going on their patios at night, like at six o'clock. Singing. And they all play music and dance on their patios. Yeah. Which I think is really yes. cute. And yeah, you know, somebody from New York said, if you guys start coming out of your balconies and start singing, I'm going to throw playgrass <laughs> at you. Did you see what Trevor Noah did? <laughs> He went on his patio no. and he's just like, I can show you the world. Someone's like, fuck you. <laughs> there you go. He lives in New York. America. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he lives in New York. He's like, I'm just feeling so great. Let's unite one another. And so he starts singing. And Shut the fuck like, up. It's three in the morning. Fuck you. <laughs> he's just like, well, that's New York for you. It's three o'clock in the morning. We're all sick of it. <laughs> So yeah. we had seen other people do dance offs. So that's yeah. why I said, okay, I'm like, I'm challenging everybody to do some kind of dance off or something. No one's done it, but okay. you know. I'll I think about it. Me and maybe maybe me and producer double do something. do something. So Yeah, maybe we will. Everyone's gotta do something crazy. Something. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get this energy. Do a picture. Out maybe sure. we'll try and come up with like maybe we'll come up with like, you know, the five days of UG and like there encourage people to submit pictures <laughs> of, you know, I don't know. Oh, I would love to see some hugs. Oh, I would love to see hugs in quarantine. That'd be great. All right. That's all I got. Yep. So that's a wrap. Please visit UglyTruth.com. Click on the Amazon button and do some shopping. And then also visit LipAndClip.com. Um, they are still shipping makeup and skincare and hair care products. So you don't have to look ugly. And I think that's a good thing. So mm-hmm. uh, other than that... We'll see you on Sunday and enjoy the rest of your time off this week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show.